This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. We back in our usual spots. This is where we normally How about reside. That? How about that? Sat in for Thomas Mott yesterday. A spot, by the way, keeping score. We used to do both days, but that's all right, though. <laughs> it's his. But when he's got things to take care of, we, we just kind of slide over to the left there. We, we filled in for him, but we're back here. And, and and Stevie B is with us, and we got a lot of stuff going on. We say to you as we start this 24th day of April, good morning, Georgia. Morning. And a uh, good morning to you folks in Swanee. Wonderful Swanee. Swanee. Okay. Which, you got nothing for Swanee? Yeah, I got Oh, oh hey, what, what, what don't you what want you, for Swanee? Um, I'm li- hey, we're sitting back waiting. That's what we do. Really? I mention the city, and then you give us some kind of nugget with that city. Well, um, you know, it's, it's, a, it's an area that a lot of people didn't – even know where it was until the Falcons moved out there. You know, the Falcons moved out there. Before they moved to Flowery Branch, they moved to Swanee. The first place I had heard of Swanee was because of Oprah Winfrey. That's was coming. Coming. Oh, okay. That's right. Coming. That's not, no, yeah, I'm sorry about that, Swanee. Okay. All right. I knew it was somewhere up there, but yeah. Yeah. All right. <laughs> it's a different situation. All right. Yeah, yeah. All right that's on me. Okay. Um, no, no. Swanee, I mean, that, that was like the exit, couple exits beyond Jimmy Carter. For the longest time, man. It seemed like if you live in this area, if you got to like Jimmy Carter, you just fell off a cliff. That's right. And then, but then, you know, it, it filled in with people and and things. So um, business. Swanee was right off the exit, right there, where they had the massive Waffle House. There's a massive Waffle House wait, wait, the truck it, stop that was right there on that exit. Bigger than the usual Waffle House. Yes. Oh, yes. Why didn't they have the coin toss up there? Uh, they may have had a few. They may have had some. <laughs> the coin During, toss. You gonna down, have one? Have it down, in a big place. Down down through the years, through the vistas of time. They probably had Ooh, like more than a few, a few coin tosses on Friday nights trying to determine where you're going to go for your playoffs at Swanee. But the Swanee was a, a place where the Falcons had their headquarters for a number of years, and then they moved up the road to Flower Branch. And obviously the folks out there at Swanee, you, you're talking uh, high schools, uh, North Gwinnett, you're talking Collins Hill, talking Peachtree Ridge, does, uh, and Swanee. See, now yesterday I mentioned a shout-out to North, um, North Decatur. North Decatur. Mm-hmm. But isn't that kind of the same as North Gwinnett in that it's a region, it's an area that's considered that? No. Or are they just talking about the whole county? These are where these high schools are located. They're mm-hmm. up there. They, it's they, all they, North they, Gwinnett. They got, they, got, they got towns. They got little towns and, and cities where the, the schools are located. Okay. Hit one, the dump button think? on that one, by the way. What do you uh, <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't going to say anything. It's hey, early in the morning. I don't yeah. think anybody got that. But, um, they're, they're just, just, just around. I'm just saying, that, so North North Gwinnett is not, is not a municipality. North Gwinnett is in Swanee. Right. The school so is located there. Just that's like, what I just wanted like to know. South Gwinnett is in Snellville. 
Okay. When you drive through Snellville, you drive yeah. through that area you said, oh, you drive through, you're dead in, and no, you don't need it. But the school is right there on your right. That's South Gwinnett. Okay. That's the, that's the education that's, we're looking for, because I know, didn't know that either. You have Central Gwinnett High School that's actually in Lawrenceville. That's in the, that's the, oh, I think that's the, theoretically the oldest high school in the county, because it's in the center. Okay. And the area just keeps growing. They, they try to do things, and Lawrenceville just keeps on building stuff. They add another school so the other school's not overcrowded, and in two or three years they have to build a whole other new school. Lawrenceville just keeps keeps. Well, at least they got people. the land to do it. Yeah, yeah. You know, you know they got, you got open area out there, but this is we've watched this spread. I've watched it since the time I've been here in areas I haven't been to, and for the longest time I heard it was unincorporated whatever. That's Fulton County side. Now, they, they got names for that now. That's called Johns Creek. Well, that's just one of them. <laughs> but I'm just, but I'm saying yeah. for the longest time they called themselves Duluth. Okay, that on, I do on, remember. On that side, and, on, and on the other side of the river. And, and so y'all ain't real Duluth. Y'all ain't got them guys in them black police cars, but that's another story. They're trying to do that out by me. Yeah. Okay. I, they're literally right now trying to do that right now. Yeah. They're trying to create a, a lost mountain. A, a real lost a mountain. A real lost mountain. A real lost mountain. Want to break away from Powder Springs, okay. and they want that area, and they want it called. And, you know. It's all Cobb County. Oh, yeah. And they're just trying to do their own thing out there. Yeah. You got folks leaving flyers on your mailbox and <laughs> this and that. And telling them to vote this, and this is why we don't want to do that. And yeah. So. Yeah. They feel come for you. and they ask, Ain't coming for me. Yes, they, they can decorate Jesse. Listen, as long as they don't, if Jesse. they use my slogan of what I say, they better pay me. <laughs> if, if, if they put that on, on the town's flag, Lost Mountain, shout out. <laughs> Somebody, I'm sending my agent over there. <laughs> We're going to talk about it. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. On this 24th day of April, we sit here and, and think about, normally we would be coming in and talking about the things we saw throughout the week, and, and we'll touch on some of this stuff, but since we were here yesterday, you know, we left the show wondering what we were going to see in a, in a, in a couple games, mm-hmm. a boxing match, got the heavyweight champ saying he's ready to hang up his gloves. And we some, didn't talk much we about that. We talked about some history that, we, that we're going to see, knowing that we don't know when we're going to get to see anything like that again in the time future. Oh, people fully appreciated getting a chance to see that yesterday. I had, a, um, I had some work I had to do after we got off the air. So I left to do it. Took me past noon, about one o'clock before I started heading back. By the way, God bless you folks that got to travel in Piedmont. Right there, heading south from Peachtree Street. It's like one lane at some point. They got all kinds of barriers up. They're literally like cutting a hole right down the middle. They've <laughs> got all shit. those metal grates on yeah, the ground, man. too. I love driving over those in a very low <sighs> car that I'm in. I just feel my suspension just falling. I, I tripped into it the other day, and I'm like, and this was one in the afternoon. I can't imagine what that place is like, like last night or Friday night, going up and down from Peachtree all the way down to Sydney Marcus. Wow. It's like barriers up. And it, it, I would imagine at some points it gets to one lane. <sighs> anyway, so I'm coming back from where I'm going, uh, what I'm doing yesterday, and Tracy shoots me a text letting me know that Cabrera got the hit. <laughs> and she goes, and you should have seen all this. Other stuff. And, uh, and I almost teared up. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Well, because, you know, they started pulling folks out of the stands and, 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 and doing all sorts of tributes. And, of course, his family came on the field. And then a few in- innings later, you know who showed up. He can win Super Bowls in other cities, but that's Matthew Stafford's town. And so he was there at the game. And he was actually <laughs> supposed to be there the night before, but he got delayed. And he was hoping that there was, you know, you know the rain that delayed his flight was going to delay the game. And it did because he wanted to be there to watch Cabrera get the hit. 
<laughs> and so he was. Anyway, they had him on, and it was nice. But you're right. We talked about this yesterday. When are you going to see this again? Yeah. Verlander popped up, too, because he played with him forever. And I think Verlander's the next possible, or as far as wins, he's one of the two. I don't know how many Scherzer's got. And, and who's another one? Zach Grinky been around forever winning games. Yeah. But those guys, 300, you know, it ain't happening. It's not going to happen. And, and, and it won't happen going forward. And, you know, just the way the game is played, the way the game is taught, the, the, the strategy that, uh, that works in baseball now, is, it doesn't lend itself to a whole lot of that. I'm mm-hmm. thinking, I've talked about stolen bases. The stolen bases records are so yep. safe because you, don't, you, you can watch a whole baseball game. You might see one attempt. Right. I mean, so that, the, those, those records are, like, so safe. Nobody's going to come anywhere near any of those records. Here's another one, too, speaking of stolen bases. The guy who's got that record – he got another record. I still think I have to look it up. I'm doing this off top. But that's another one that's not going to get. It, it could. I shouldn't say it. It won't. could. But it's a chance. And that's Ricky leading off a game with yeah, a home run. Yeah, lead off home runs. That, that, that could, you know, if you get a guy who can do that and somebody puts him at the top of the order. That For the for the length of time, though. Think about oh, that. Oh, yeah, for a period of time. But, I mean, that, that, that could be possible if. Uh, the way strategies work now, somebody works the the numbers and the analytics and all the stuff they use. Well, now. Steve, I'm gonna ask Steve to check that out if he can give me the 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 record for leadoff home runs in a baseball game. Speaking of which, Braves, did you see what happened yesterday? The start off the game, two home runs. Yeah. By the first batter off the first pitch. Yep. Yep. Both sides of the head. How about that? Skip. I mean, Chip was going. I ain't never heard of that before. Never seen this in all the time I've been covering baseball. Um. I mean, it was crazy. Dude from Colorado got it, and and then um, Ozzy got up first pitch, gone. And I mean, he hit the you know what out of yeah, that thing. It was upper deck, up upper upper deck there. So I have this for Shop you. House. The uh, the record for leadoff home runs is Ricky Henderson, with right? Eighty one, eighty one, and and I think um, dude from the Yankees. Who was the second baseman for the Yankees for the longest time? I think he's in second place. Yes, uh, Alfonso Soriano with fifty four. So, think about that. Ricky's in the 80s. He's in the 50s. Yeah. And he, you catch number two first and get back to me, let alone, you know, catching Ricky. So I think he's got that that record is safe. You know, you, what else you got? You got Ty Cobbs. Nobody's getting 511 wins anymore no. in baseball. No. no. So, anyway. You know, so you, you like I said, a lot of those things. And the pitching is just because of the way you pitch now. You know, nobody pitches complete games. You know, right. you know, you you got pitch counts. You got guys only scheduled to go like four innings or whatnot. The game in the end, somebody may may you may team may win the game, but he doesn't stay along in, in long enough. That's right to be in the uh, you know, to figure in the, in the outcome. Uh, and then there's Boston Red Sox. I don't know when the last time you have seen a team get no hit for nine innings but still win the game. That has actually happened before. No hit for nine innings. There, there was a, there was, a, and again, we have to go back and check the records. One of the things that I do remember seeing, which was crazy because they made this stat about it, was how can you do that? And then somebody walks in runs, or there were, you know, there were a couple errors. And then I've been corrected that the Rays, the Rays actually did did win the game. Uh-huh. Um, but the Red Sox did take the lead for a time, and that went after being shut out for nine innings. No hit for nine. Mm-hmm. Innings. Okay, that's what you know. That's baseball. These are the things that we'll talk about. Save that for um, Joe Patrick. Okay. Joe's going to okay. be coming okay. in here. We'll try Don't and that because the Braves fall last night, 9-7. Um, yeah. and, and it started out good. Yeah, it did. And then some of the way just, you know, what? once again, it's them, it's them folks. And we had an incident with a player getting hit. 
last night, which we all which we always do with those folks. Uh, I'm just saying, man, it's it's the Marlins. We always they have got a they got a thing about. I mean, they're a, they're a, they're a stone in the shoe of this team as far as you think you're going to handle them win wise, and then you don't, or just some nonsense happens. We got Solaire over there. We got a ring, man. He's supposed to be like keeping things. Well, he is. He's you know. fine. Everybody, no, it's, everybody's been been great with him. So you know who it is. It's that it's that Mattingly. It's that Donnie baseball <laughs> trying to do things is? old school is over there. It is. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio, 929thegame929thegame.com. I got to tell you, before we get into some of the other elements of the show, we have to tell you, and I'm so excited to have her back on, this is a dog day. It is all about dogs. And for those of you who love dogs, love your pet, we're going to give you an opportunity to participate in the show. And, and uh, who's that, Cabrera? got some champagne there and thanking everybody on the team. Yeah, That's man. nice, man. After the game in the clubhouse, yeah. everybody picked up a little glass there. Well, he's supposed to throw the cameraman out so you can be real. Because <laughs> oh, you don't want, a, you know, that's, that's, he probably spoke to him before they turned the cameras on and said what he wanted to say. And he may be doing a baseball version of what we've seen with some of our great basketball players. And that would be? Just having something, just just do- documenting it for okay. later. All right. Retirement, bring that out and, you know, just make, because you don't know the next time we're going to see somebody do this. Oh, no, you're right. We will so, we, so I doubt saying, we will. So I'm just saying he, he, he could be just saving this for. The right Posterity. moment. Yeah, and then come out with some type of documentary or something, The Road to. And they got another day they're going to holler him in June. Yeah. So I can could, I could understand him bringing a, bringing a camera. I mean, I understand. Thing. I mean, it was nice glasses, though. You don't normally see that in the locker room. It's usually just a can of something. Yeah, yeah. They, no, they, they, no, they had no, the New no, Year's Eve at the, at the Drake Hotel glasses. <laughs> That's what they were holding up. They had the good stuff. Anyway, um, for those of you who love dogs, uh, it's 720 today. 740, excuse me. We are going to have a woman join us who has been on the show before and answer. We started this because I had a question for her, and then I thought to myself, well, let's bring this to the masses because everybody has dogs out there. Everybody loves dogs. Well, not everybody has dogs, but I don't know two people who don't like dogs, don't love puppies, right? And I have a specific question I want to ask her, which is relevant to those of you out there who've gotten or thinking about getting purchasing a dog from wherever versus a rescue. And there are things to know. So she's going to come on, and she's going to answer that. And, and just we haven't talked to her a while, so that's Millie Travis. She's going to come up later on the show. Mr. Crenshaw, 7 o'clock. We have talked about this before throughout the time we've worked together. We're going to be at it again. I help people and point them toward where the jobs are in the um, film industry. Once again, we are going to let you know about jobs that you guys can hopefully go out there and because they need numbers, but to be an official. Yep. Yeah, uh, spring football starts for high schools here in just a matter of days. Uh, they're going to be playing scrimmages. They're going to have spring games. They're going to need folks yeah. in the striped shirts. Yep. And uh, what better way to get in, into it now and get focused on it uh, now to be ready to go in the fall? Um, you know, you may not be ready to go out and call games for the spring, but this gets you in, in, acclimated to it. You get to be around it. Going to have some meetings, tell people what things they have to do and get them prepared. Um, you know, you probably start working some seven on sevens during the summer, and then uh, you know we'll be ready in the fall to uh, to start calling it some late. But you and are needed. There's a great need. Absolutely, and and more so now because there were a lot of people that were. I mean, there's always been a need, but with the pandemic, a lot of folks there's just lot of have not returned. And have not returned, and so there's a great need for that. Also, uh, oh, listen, this is our last show before the draft. And if you were with us yesterday, you heard Stevie B, our producer, give his sort of update on what's going on. Stevie with G. 
What'd I say? Stevie B? B? I'm thinking of um, some Cardi B. pizza place. Cardi B. Not Cardi, Cardi B. B. Oh, my goodness. Not Cardi B. <laughs> That's right. Whoa. That's my fault. It's early. Um, anyway, he's going to uh, give you his latest mock draft. Okay. And uh, also let you know where he believes the Falcons should go and so on and so forth. So that's coming up. Also, Joe Patrick's going to join us. Joe is going to talk uh, Atlanta United, who played today, and also um, Braves. We have coming up. And, of course, on this day, the boys are racing in Talladega. Yeah, man. So, of course, we got to reach out. You had a familiar face, had a familiar name do very well yesterday. Um, Granddaddy would have been proud. Jeffrey Earnhardt finished second in the Xfinity Series. Did race. he? Yes. Okay. And Adam Alexander is on the call for that, so I'm sure he'll tell us a little bit about that. I'm sure that caused a lot of excitement there in Talladega. And we uh, later on in the show, Sam and I will be talking about this, actually, the Hawks next segment. But later on, Terrell Thomas is going to join us from the Urban Times, getting everybody ready for game four tonight. Happy to see what happened the other night. Made it a series. Um, you know, Miami's still up 2-1, but, you know, the dynamic has changed. And we'll see if that can carry over to tonight. So, again, t- um, Terrell is going to join us. That's happening. The injury bug kind of bit Miami a little bit. We don't know the availability of, uh, of uh, Kyle Lowry. And that's right. big. Hamstring. Yep. You're not going to be Kyle Lowry tonight, even if he plays. But he probably will sit out this one. I think it's back, back to Miami. But we'll see what they can do. That dude big time me, man, out in, out in Tahoe. You know that thing I go out and cover? Yeah. He, I didn't even know he played golf, right? <laughs> Aaron Rodgers, I expect to be a so-and-so. Yeah. But Kyle Lowry, I, you know. So, you know, Steph Curry was nice. All those guys, I've covered this for a handful of years. I knew my way around. But that dude, he just, you know, acted like he was – yeah. Somebody else. Yeah. I didn't even, I walked away. I Ooh. showed him, didn't I? Yeah, you did. <laughs> so, uh, anyway, just getting started. We mentioned the uh, the Hawks and we mentioned Atlanta United. And, of course, you can hear those games right here under the Odyssey umbrella. Both of them. You can't get in front of the TV. We're going to have them for you here. But we're just getting started on this Sunday morning. It's Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. And take us with you on the Okay, picture this, it's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. The main thing is in that fourth quarter, you know, what I've talked about with this team since, you know, taking over last season, 
is the three C's. You know, regardless of where you are in that fourth quarter, you got to be calm and you got to be clear about what you need, need to do and you got to play connected basketball and we did that. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. It's Sam and Greg. That, of course, Coach Nate talking about Game 3 and what they did. And, boy, you hope that carries over to tonight, Game 4. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, I heard somebody use that term yesterday after one of the games, connected mm-hmm. basketball, playing connected. Isn't um, that another way of saying chemistry? Well, just chemistry, just playing as five. Right. Instead of individual people playing as one. There are times, I guess, for that more but then there are other teams, especially on the defensive end, right. to stay connected. Communicate. You know, don't get in nobody get lost for any easy baskets. Just and that's the thing when you are you are connected. And that's the thing that uh, allowed them to win the game Friday night, kept them in the game to get some great defensive stops uh that they needed for after having Miami going a 21-0 run. I know that was in crazy. the second half. Usually in most games, uh, something like that in the second half of a game uh, would be the end. But it showed a little mm-hmm. bit about the resiliency of this Hawks team, uh, the determination. The home crowd wouldn't let them, uh, you know, fall that far behind and, and give up in the game. And they hung around and found a way to win it. I mean, especially that third quarter, like you said. These that guys was dismal. Du- they doubled the Hawks' points. Yeah. For the most part. Mm-hmm. But then that fourth quarter. And then toward the end, the superstar showed up. Instead, of, he didn't have to carry him or maybe didn't want to, knowing that this particular game was going to be one where he needed, as you said, played connected. As opposed to, you know, that, um, who was it, um, the, the, where he put everybody on his back. Which game was that? Was that the, uh, not the Charlotte game, the one. Um, oh, the play-in game. Play-in game. Play-in game up in Cleveland. Yes, Cleveland. Just decided to do, just, just. You know, and, I got, and he has to get a feel for that. Nights when that's really needed. Exactly. And nights when he can be the facilitator. And that's something, you know, that, that he has to know and he has to feel. And, you know, obviously Coach Nate trusts him to, 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 to know that uh, if the shots aren't falling early, set the table for some other people, keep doing some things good on the defensive end. And then when you get a chance to get, get, your, get your shot in the second half, it comes along when, when it's needed. And that's what happened in the game Friday night. Figure out what you got in front of you, but you just keep pressing. He was talking about this in a way. It was like, well, listen, we're not. Gonna, it's not like we're going to give up. Uh, I mean, we just didn't give up. We didn't stop fighting, stop playing. I mean, an NBA team's going to make runs, so uh, they made their run that third quarter and, and got going. And uh, it was it was about our time to make a run too. Yeah. One thing they got to do better is offensive rebounds. Yes. I mean, the, well, just the, the first half of the game, they would get no no offensive boards. They would get right. one shot. Yep, that they, was it. And they got to find a way to get those, get those second shots. They they were doing that in the fourth quarter, uh, which is something they hadn't been doing well throughout the night. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Uh, again, I want to remind you, we've got not only Atlanta United at Miami, that pregame is at, uh, or pre-match, if you will, 12.30, kick at 1. And then tonight, game four, Hawks at Heat. Pre-game at 6.30, tip at 7. So if you can't get in front of a TV, we got you covered right here. Yeah. And let me just tell you right now, Tuesday is game five, and we're going to have the pre-game and the tip, so it all will be here on your station for the Atlanta Hawks. Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. How about How many that? other matches did you watch? Now, yesterday was one of them days, man, where you put the remote to work. Yeah. <laughs> so I got back, and I was flipping between Cabrera and 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 – you know, NBA and and then of course later on with the Braves and just in basketball. It was it was one of those days. I could not, for whatever reason, land on on the um 
yesterday's uh, yesterday's race at Talladega, though. Yeah. And we're going to talk to Adam about that later on. But as you said, there was a you know somebody made some noise yesterday. Yep, absolutely. With with, with, with some lineage. In absolutely, it. and and there's a little bit of a difference in the uh, cars that look well well in qualifying. Uh, the stronger cars seem to be the Toyotas, and the Toyotas have you know in this program with this new design have had their struggles so far. But you know they're they're all set to uh, to run up in the top half uh, today. So we'll see if they're the. So yeah, we'll, yeah we'll get we'll get back to our racing yeah. talk. But what was what piqued your interest as far as the games yesterday? I was listening most part to the game with uh, with the Mavericks. I was riding. I, I went out and played tennis for a while, so I'm listening to that game riding back. And uh, just that Luca was having this big game, uh, but in the end, oops, yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean, oops. And then he was making shots and talking trash at the crowd and everything, and you know, so he he was really into it. Um, the guys were talking about how the Mavericks bench was standing up, you know, Mark Cuban's over there, you know, he'll, you right. know, he gets right, right right around the guys with the team, you know, I think he was wearing like a warm-up or something like everybody else. Ain't it crazy so. to think that he used to be the, you know, the bad boy, the young, he was, he was getting on David Stern's nerves every time he could. Yeah. He was that young big mouth and now. He's one of the elder statesmen. Yeah, he is. He's been, <laughs> he's been, he's been, he's been around. For, but you know what? And, he, but yet but still not the richest. Yep, but he's always been that guy who wants to be around the team. Right. Some, some guys are the owners, and they stay in a certain spot and whatnot. He's always preferred that place right there by the team, right, 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 somewhere close by. And so that's where he was. And he was all into it along with the team yesterday, and they ended up, ended up losing. That was the thing. But the thing I think a lot of people were watching was for that net Celtics game. Oh, yeah. To see if uh, if a change of scenery nope. would be, 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 uh, make some things different, you know. Nope, it did happen. I'm I'm enjoying the. You know what? I think about you every time I watch this because you from, I don't know when you started saying this, but you had no faith in this no. Brooklyn team. No, nope. from way back. No, nope. you know, going back to you know when Harden gets to the team and, and, nope. and then Simmons and all that and and but Katie not. with his. I mean, with Kyrie with his nonsense going yeah, on. That, and, that, and that's one of the reasons why. But but it, it, it but no. And both, I think, Kyrie and uh, Durant had 16 points each yeah. last night. They, if them dudes ain't getting you between 25 and 30 each, you, you're not winning. It's not going to happen. I was, I was telling um, <laughs> Stevie G, uh, you should take a page from what you're watching right now with this matchup between Boston and, uh, and Brooklyn. And when you hear the stories of what the bad boy Pistons used to do to Michael Jordan, before they got over the mountaintop, this is what we're watching right now. Yeah, Except- but back then you had to come into the paint to get it. So you you don't you don't have to go into the paint to get it right now. Either they've even what's happened with Trey, you know, you got to have somebody that's going to go out there. You, you go outside and you get them. Right. You don't give them that room but, to breathe. But you can't do in the paint now what you used to do then. So they've acclimated to what today's rules are. Point taken. I agree with you. Yeah. But it's still the superstar being shut down in a way that we've not seen. Right. That's the analogy I'm going for. They shut down Jordan until, you know, this is going past the the, the, the migraine game with Scotty. And then after that, he got into the gym, bulked up, and as as Mark Aguirre said, what happened that second time when you guys went up against Jordan and the boys in the, in the finals? He goes, uh, Scotty Pippen grew up. <laughs> that was, that was, that's what he thought. Uh-huh. And it was like, no, 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 them boys, you can push your little brother around just long enough, just just so long and then he grows up and gives it back to you. But that's what we're seeing. We're seeing a defense against KD that seems to just befuddle him mm-hmm. and taking him out of his game. And say what you will 
about Kyrie and, and, and the other guys on his team. And by the way, don't so-and-so got a whole lot of nerve sitting there all colorful like he just landed from Six Flags, Ben Simmons. Yeah. Right there in the middle of the bench. <laughs> all all paisley and everything, and, you know. Well, they're, they're looking forward to seeing him play the next game. Good we'll, luck we'll with see, that. We'll see what that does. Yeah. You know. Talking about clogging up things. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know what? And it might help a little bit if you throw him out there and just say, just get in the middle and just muddy things up a little bit. See, see if you can do that for us for a few minutes. Now, having said that, there yeah. was a bright spot I enjoyed watching for a minute during that game. And if, if Ben Simmons does what – I saw out of um, Blake Griffin Blake Griffin last night. That was wonderful. I ain't seen Blake Griffin in a minute. And I mean, two or three trips up and down, he is sweating like James Brown because oh, yeah. he ain't played. <laughs> but he was popping in points. He was, he was, a, he, and he playing, was a presence. And playing defense. And playing, and and playing, playing, defense. playing some defense. You he, know was, what I mean? he was a presence in a way I can't, you know, I haven't seen it in I don't know how long. Yeah. So that and was kind of nice to see. And you don't know see. if he can bring that back next game. There you but, go. But it, but it was good to see last night. He and Kyle Lowry were sitting in the ice in the ice bath last night <laughs> for, for, for a while. Um, but that was, again, that matchup, uh, I don't care that much about Utah and Dallas, to be honest with you. I really don't. Um, Philly, you thought, oh, Joe, Joel Embiid got a bad thumb. This guy's going to even the series with Toronto. No, they won the game. Yeah. So – Philly's about to shut this thing down with Toronto. They ain't got to worry about going back over to Canada. And nobody's got to worry about going back to Canada. Yeah, those, after that, those, right, right? Like, if Brooklyn right. had to go up against them, that would have been a problem. Yeah. But they look like they're out. Philly had to leave one or two guys home. They did. Absolutely yeah. had to leave them home. So, it was it was fun to watch. Utah, they are, to me, in the pros, what Wisconsin is in college football. They, they show like they can do something, and they end up just clogging up the mix and never really become that power or make it to the playoffs. They're like Wisconsin football. And and that's what I look at when I think of Utah. I just do, <laughs> man. I just I, – I can't help it. And you know how there are certain people games, and they could be all-time greats. But for whatever reason, you just know this dude ain't going to win a championship or that game doesn't – it just irks you the wrong way. And I'll tell you the one that is the gold standard for me. And he's an all-time great, but was Alex English? Yeah, I hated that crazy shot he had. Plus, he was out there in Denver. I, yeah. I just, I wasn't. I just. Well, the, the team that played no defense. That well, that's true. They played no defense. But he is considered an all-time great scorer, right? Yeah, right. And mm-hmm. yet, that that you know, his game just. Uh, yeah, I wasn't a, feeling it, man. It, it, and it, everybody it, has that person. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Golden State going for going for the sweep today on Denver. They um they are up three zero in that series. Uh, Phoenix is up two one. Let's see if they can continue to do what they did because New Orleans uh, has put up a fight and has shown that they have some fight here in the postseason. But they're up there playing in New Orleans and Phoenix up two one. Milwaukee up two one, showing that you know Chris Middleton no problem at least right for that third game. Let's see if the Bulls figure out a way to exploit his his uh, his not being there and they're playing in Chicago today. And we left one off that didn't play because that was late game, and I had to get to bed because I got to do a radio show in the yeah, morning. Yeah, me too. But Carl um, Anthony Towns yeah, bounced, bounced back. back. Yeah, I mean, had... played angry and 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 took it to Memphis, although it was only a one point win, but still, um, they found a way to get it. The they one, found, one, yeah, they one, found one, a way to one get one points enough. He had only scored eight points in the previous game, so uh, he showed up big time. You enjoying watching this Memphis team? Uh, I enjoy Man, watching, you get yeah, a chance to? watching them. I, I'm enjoying watching these 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 playoffs, and and it's yeah, it's still a best of seven series. But it's so much of the unexpected in these teams. And the fact that some key players get injured add to the intrigue right. and the mystery of this. You know, you thought you knew 
going in, who, who possibility, who possibly will be there at the end, and it's turning out so different. It's taking on a March Madness kind of feel. A little bit, yeah. yeah, yeah I, you know I, what I see mean? what you're saying there. Yeah, it's Absolutely. taking on a March Madness kind of feel. You know, uh, speaking of basketball, something happened on this date. Here's my first insignificant piece of information. But Here we still, go. But still relevant to what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. You hear about these all-time great games by all-time great players. One that you don't hear about a lot happened on this day. David Robinson, the Admiral, 71 points. Wow. You forgot about that, huh? I'd forgotten about it, too. Seven, the, the Admiral put in 71 points on this date. Was it uh, 90? I got to go back and look at the date here. But, yeah, it's in the, it was in the records of things, historical events that this, happened on this day. Here this we go. What happened. That's, 94. That's 94. This is the incident we're looking up in, in the screen of monitor. The guy hit the wall and was injured. The fans are heckling him. And so here's a teammate jumps up there and gets in the fan's face. That's what got it started. Yep. The Cleveland guy gets in. You need to do that with New York people. But where are the cops? New York cops are so worthless when it comes to something like this other game. Or unless, they, they, uh, they, 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 unless somebody gets on the field. Or unless it's, a kid takes a home run away from Derek Jeter. I guess so. <laughs> but, I mean, I mean, cops would even come down and say, hey, you guys got to chill out. It's like you guys, you know, you got the cheapest seats in the stadium, so we ain't going to bother you. And so they, they got them out there, man. And so at the end of the game, um, after, after the final out, well, they after just, the final hit, why yeah. something comes sailing out of the stands – Right there. Yep, first one. And and, and uh, while the Yankees are celebrating the win. Uh, they're emptying. They're clearing out the seats. Yeah. Getting them clean like there's a doubleheader going on. Yeah, they just started throwing all kinds of stuff. So what are the cops going to do? They're going to go out there and get hit in the head with stuff? No, they're going to come down the aisle and get some I, guys and, and, and take them down to see the judge. They don't need to have a judge. But that's the other judge. I was just going to say you teed that one up. You know, <laughs> well, that's in Philadelphia, not New York. And Yankees fans, you think, I would think Mets fans would do that. But not Yankees fans. I would absolutely believe it would be Yankee fans. No, I mean, but my, not to my, me. My, They're no different. Know, I, I, they are. They are. I, to, to me, in my experience in going to both places at postseason time. Yeah, but that was Shea the, Stadium the, 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 when you were no, going No, no, but I went to, I went to Shea. Well, Shea it was just Mets fans, period, compared to Yankees fans. Yankees fans said, look at that stand. Look how many, how many times we won it. Y'all play baseball. We are baseball. <laughs> And that and that's, that's kind of the way they. I act. got you. That's right. the stance, but right, you know that's that's kind of the way Yankees fans to me carry themselves, and that's you know, although the player climbed up there and got and got in their he group. got in their face, and you know dudes who got them front row seats wherever you are in the park, you know they 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 come with a certain kind of attitude like well, we got front row seats, we're cooling everybody else, you know, and 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 you know get into the mix. But you're right, all this nonsense getting thrown on the field. Uh, and and having to clean that up, and then you got these poor workers there, you know, male and females out there. They got to got to dodge all this New Year's Eve craziness. Umps getting hit in the back with stuff. I don't know. That's I don't know it. if there was any way to police that. And of it's, course it, there is. I mean, what? Well, that's going on. It's the end of the game. They going they going to leave anyway, right? They going to throw them out. I get what you're saying, but if it was a disruption of the game, yeah, take them down to the pokey. But. It, it's, they've had a bad week, these Yankees. First they walk Cabrera, <laughs> then they got this stupidness going on from their fans. Anyway, we're going to switch gears and talk a little bit more baseball. We're going to start with our Braves, though, of course. Uh, it's Sam and Greg on this Sunday morning. Thank you for making us a part of your Sunday morning. And remember, it's about dogs today. You got any dog questions at 92.9 The Game uh, on Twitter? Fire them up, send them to us, and we're going to have somebody who can answer your dog question. I'm excited about having her come on here. Uh Again, Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9 The Game. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Since we were railing on the Yankees and what happened that game with Cleveland yesterday, we thought we'd throw on some Frank. Why not? Is that a dude who you, if you were around, you had the means, would you go see him in concert? Um, not the end, you know, where he was forgetting the words of songs. Yeah, yeah. Maybe yeah. Rat Pack uh, days. Yeah, maybe, yeah. Now, Rat Pack, I'd love to go see. Yeah, one of those things. But I don't know if I could sit through, you know. If you were out in Vegas and you yeah. were able to get in this room yeah. out there, you 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 that, that that's part of the trip. You will want to do it. At the Sands? Yeah. Because you never know who's going to walk on too or he's going to actually cuss at two in the stands. Get your feet <laughs> Hey, you in show business? Get your feet off the sta- off the stage. Um so yeah, you got to go look at the replay for what happened yesterday at the end of the Yankees um Cleveland game and, and the nonsense that happened with the fans just pummeling the field with garbage. But as we sit here today, <laughs> as we sit here today waiting for um, Braves, Marlins. You, boy, you're happy to get these boys out of town, too. I know how you feel about this team. And they, you know, like I said, they just you, they just wouldn't quit yesterday, and they come away with a 9-7 win over the Braves. And like I said, some things got off to a great start. Saw something we – a rarity, rarity, first pitch homers um, at the top of the order for both teams to get things started in the games. And um, the Braves looked like they were going to do fine for a while. Ian Anderson went five innings. Yep. Gave up six hits, though, uh, for, and um, three runs, two earned. And so that's, that's the uh, – and this thing just didn't go well after that. Another yeah. rarity yesterday, Dansby Swanson got on base a couple times. That was, that was wild. <laughs> that was nice to see. Got a little <laughs> shot there from Stevie G. Yeah. yeah. I got to make him count. Yeah. Well, why why do you think that is a rarity these days? What are you seeing out of his play? It looks or is he just getting to a slow start. I think it's a, I think it's a slow start. Yeah. He he goes through these kind of ebbs and flows right. it seems like throughout his entire career here in Atlanta. So, I'm not worried about it becoming a thing for the entire season, but uh he needs to start picking up here pretty quickly, I think. Well, he he gets a little bit of rope because of the inf- the, the def- defense he plays. Yeah, and solidifying yep. one of the the people who keep you confident that this infield is as good as anybody else's defensively. So you know, I got no problem with him. There's a whole lot of folks who they struggle. Move to the, they move him to the bottom of the batting order. Uh, we'll see how long they leave him there. Maybe that's been good because you pitch him because you know who's coming behind him. You got Albies and you got that's- Olsen, and maybe that's that meant Olsen has just been killing it. I mean, since he came through the gate. Mm-hmm. And I guess, you know, he's he's filling in the Freddie Freeman spot. He knows how the people felt about him here, but he's a hometown guy, man. And Matt Olson is going out night keeping after his, keeping night. Keeping his head down, yeah. letting himself just kind of slowly, you know, ingratiate himself to the to the to Braves country. Yeah. And he's doing that. He is. But one of the things that you said that is actually may become a 
obsolete phrase is the bottom of the lineup. Mm-hmm. You used to mm-hmm. be able to say that when you knew what that was, and then you had the pitcher either one or two slots behind you. Not the case anymore. You strategically put people in those eighth and ninth positions. And so by that, by Dansby being there, he's probably going to see some better pitches. Absolutely. Because of who's coming up behind him. And that that probably that may be what we saw last night. He, you know, he like I said, got a, got a got a couple of hits, drove in a couple of runs. That was certainly good to see to get his bat going. And the good news, of course, coming at Ozzy. I mean, um, is Ronald Acuna is just killing it. And I I feel sorry for Steve because he was looking forward to that May sixth return, Friday night. It's his birthday. He can go out and act. You don't suppose. You don't suppose they're going to bring him back. Well, that's that's people are pushing it. You don't. You don't suppose. I don't. You know who knows. And it depends on what these guys do. If they keep winning, or listen, just keep winning series. Oh yeah. You do that. Maybe you keep him down there and get him ready in a way that makes everybody feel comfortable. And that's what the Braves are trying to do today. Uh, Rookie right-hander Bryce Elder, uh, who had uh, one really impressive start so far this season. Let's see if he can get another one going today. He's, you know, looking to solidify a spot in this rotation to be a regular uh, in this starting rotation for the Braves. So we see what uh, what he's able to do today. And something happened yesterday with Acuna that you talked about in the first segment. He stole base. Yeah. He's out there running. Mm -hmm. That's what you want to see from a guy who tore his right ACL. Well, you want to see how, you know, you want to test him that way. Mm Yeah. because everybody will tell you after you come back from an injury like that, are you are you the same? You're it, not for a while. Yeah, it takes a minute for you to get back to that point. He's just been chomping at the bit to get back out on the field and play some games. You can tell it. Mm-hmm. you know. And so he's excited to be out there. If they want the DH, if they want to play in right field, he's been doing all of that this week and been doing that very well. So people wonder how long are you going to keep him on this AAA squad. <laughs> and, and you know what's been happening in the outfield for the Braves defensively. Right. You know, yeah. You, you is it wouldn't just be a luxury. There's a need. There's a need. There's absolutely. A need. But that person that who, who normally patrolled that position is not back, despite his his physical presence on the bench. As you said, he's not going to have that baseball body back the way it was for a little bit of time. Yeah. So I got no problem with him coming back and DHing. I got no problem with that. In fact, that might be the thing to do initially. But we'll see. Yeah, we you know we will see, but that's all good news, and we really can't hang our hat. We I was hoping these guys would get out of this weekend sitting at five hundred, but they now sit at seven and nine. All right, fine. It's okay. You know, work work it's through okay. some things, you know. And um, and listen, we ain't get the road. Cubs are coming in next. I, I love them. You see what they did yesterday, right? <laughs> they put up a they put up a Chicago Bears score. Actually, they did. They put up a Packers score. Bears wouldn't put twenty one points up. <laughs> but um, yeah, they they got it. Are they going to get game. here? Wish they had some of that when they get here. Listen, I, it's still in April, and a lot of things are coming to light, whether you believe this or not. That the ebbs and flows of players and teams, a lot of this has to do with the lack of the spring training yep. that they did not have. Now, some people say that's nonsense and it's an excuse. How, why is this guy doing this and this guy not, and he's doing that? So there's no rhyme or reason to it, but we got a lot more injuries so far in the beginning of this season that I've noticed and other people have made comments about that we've seen in past seasons. That's true, too. But That's the excuse too. has got to stop here soon. We're on the 24th day of April, right? Dudes have already been out on a West Coast trip as far as the Braves, and, and they're back home, and, again, they're going to take these little roach, these trips here and there, knuckle there, up here. But as far as I'm concerned, the rust for – this team should be completely wiped away, other than somebody, maybe a couple pitchers. 
Maybe a couple pitches still working through some things, finding that particular pitch. I want to ask you a question. I was thinking about this as we sit and watch Colorado. Do you subscribe to the theory that pitchers who spend their time in Colorado when they go on the road, especially long trips out east, but when they go on the road, their breaking ball acts differently and they can't control it as well because you have to learn to control it a certain kind of way in Colorado because of the altitude. They don't break as much. We heard I heard that conversation years ago from the big three when they were still pitching with the Braves. We'd go out to call Small Sklavin and Maddox. Maddox especially. You know, his Bugs Bunny ball wouldn't do the same in Colorado <laughs> than it would everywhere else. Again, I'm asking you, do you subscribe to that? So then when those pitchers come to visiting ballparks, they think their curveball or whatever pitch it is breaks this many. Well, it may break more, and they can't control it. How do you feel about that particular statement, and do you think there's anything to it? I, I don't, as far as Colorado goes, there are a lot of things that people will say, and that's one of the reasons people thought for the longest time they wouldn't put a major league team in Colorado because of that, because of that thin air and whatnot. And, to, and before that, we were the highest altitude in Major right. League Baseball, and that's why people said the old Fulton County Stadium was the launching pad. Oh, I was going to ask Steve if he'd heard that. Had you heard that before? Not until recently. That that's not something that I grew up knowing. I always I always knew, you know, Colorado Rockies. You know, that's the right. that's the stadium that everyone talks about as this, you know, pitcher's nightmare where everything goes out of the ballpark. Five thousand plus feet above sea level. Yeah, I, I would have never guessed that about our uh, our fair city here. But we, yeah. glad I know it now. But we were at, we were the most at altitude of any 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 yeah. place, and they would say that. I think I think the pitching wasn't that great too. You know, because it's amazing when the big three came along to Ball State in the ballpark. Yeah, it did. Because <laughs> <So, laughs> we went to Turner Field for a lot of that, but you still. Know, well, no, they, they, when they, they won the World Series. They were playing in the old place, right. Ball State in the ballpark. So, I mean, you, you can say what you want to say. Oh, anybody's going to knock it out. I think the pitches just outside of field, Necro, the pitches kind of wasn't that good. You know, the, the guys that came along after Necro, the big three, they kept the ball in the ballpark. And, uh, and a piggyback on what we're talking about as far as Fulton County Stadium and what they said about it being the launching pad, I remember also hearing that there were people who didn't want to give Hank Aaron credit for the home runs because he had this advantage because he played here in Atlanta. Again, the highest altitude in baseball before Colorado. Yeah. So he had an advantage, so those home runs shouldn't count. Well, everybody said the same thing about but Babe Ruth and the short porch and right. Exactly. Right. You know, the, those are configured with the way the ballpark is configured. He had, Hank Aaron did home runs everywhere. He did. Right? He didn't care where you played. <laughs> but, you know, that was that was for those folks who wanted to hate on him and said, well, you wouldn't have got him if he wasn't and in you know what? And you know what? To a lot of his home runs were not the big looping home runs. No, they, they were lying drives. Man, he'd just take people's heads off. Yeah, they were lying drives. <laughs> they were just high enough to make it over the fence. And um, Those he, count? He, he, right. They, they do. <laughs> they but count. Just, that's how most of his home runs look for people who didn't get to, to watch him play. Conversely, play. let me ask you this. And, Steve, you can jump in on this, too. LeBron is not far from passing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. All-time points in the NBA, right? Does he get the same respect because – Kareem didn't play in the, th- you know, he didn't take a three-point shot. See, that's always interesting about that record. I, I think a lot of people don't really factor that in. So I think Kareem will kind of maintain that respect level of somebody who did it in a much different era. So I think it's interesting. I, I, again, that's just, and I don't think that dude, and a lot of people don't feel like he gets the respect he deserves for being that player. Yeah. 
I mean, cool to see him in a commercial spot that he's in. Right I now. saw that the promo. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. nice for 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 Jurassic Park or whatever. I think that's cool. That the guy that, walks that in here. What's with all these dinosaurs? <laughs> hey, Rookie, I can hear you. <laughs> that you know, is good, man. It is good to see him do that. Who's on your? Hey, listen, stay. I love talking to this dude because it's so it's it's a perspective we don't get, and we're gonna be talking more NBA. But since I went down this rabbit hole, who who's who's your? Who's, who's your Mount Rushmore NBA? Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. All time. No, you're not no, going to do that All time. Just off the top of your head, give me four, four guys, I, uh, five George, guys. George Mikan and who else? <laughs> I was getting, Well, players that I've seen, Michael Jordan. No, who you think should be there. Okay. Because you never – the president's up there. We didn't see them. Right. But we know why they're there. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I'd say Michael Jordan, Kobe Bryant. <sighs> LeBron, I guess, belongs on there. I don't know who you think. This ain't – they don't try to, you know – who you think should be there, knowing what you know about basketball. Hmm. And I'll put Jerry West on there, just because he's the logo. He's the logo. I think he belongs on the Mount Rushmore just for that reason. One, guys, one and eight in the finals. <laughs> one and eight. And by the way, they call him Mr. Clutch. That was yeah. his nickname. Yeah. One I'd and have eight. To, I'd have to sit down and actually come up with, with my actual right, top four. Curious. but. That's yeah. cool. Just Definitely curious. those first three that I gave might you, have, I think, would be on there. I, I, I might have Bird in there somewhere, but go ahead. Okay. Well, it's just, again, just off the cuff. We got to go anyway, so I just thought I'd ask him that. <laughs> Coming up uh, top of the hour, oh, we got a guest coming up here, and we are going to give you guys an opportunity to consider a job that maybe you haven't heretofore. That's what Sam and I do. I let you know about jobs in the industry. Sam and I collectively, but mostly Mr. Crenshaw has these connections, whether it's referees, all types of officials. There's a constant need for them, and we're going to talk to Spencer Smith um, give me the analogy here. It's GFOA, yes. the Georgia Football Officials Association. There you go. He's going to join us, and we're going to talk about some opportunities that are out there. And then coming up in the 7 o'clock hour, it's all about your pet. It's all about dogs. If you love dogs, we've got a woman here who's ready to answer your question. It's going to come up later on in the 7 o'clock hour. So get your dog's questions sent to us at 92.9 The Game, and uh, we will ask Millie Travis. That's all coming up. Sam and Greg, Sports Radio 92.9 The Game, 92.9thegame.com. Take us with you on the Odyssey app. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.